the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's a piece yours truly hosted that I trust you will enjoy. Right now, I'm joined by Dean Pete Peterson, Dean of the Pepperdine School of Public Policy. You ought to go to publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu to find out how to go and get your degree there. Pete Peterson, welcome, my friend. How are you? And are you on West Coast or East Coast? I'm uh, way out in Pacific time zone here. You, oh my gosh, you. you are you're a wonderful human being to be up at three uh, thirty in the morning in order to talk to me. But I'm I'm awfully appreciative of it because our friend Victor Davis Hanson wrote one of the most dyspeptic, uh, dyspe- yes. dystopian articles on California's future that I read. I tweeted it out last night. Are you as grim about the Golden State's future as VDH is? I'm not as grim, but there's not a fact that he has wrong in that piece, Hugh. Uh, that NRO piece is really uh, breathtaking, as uh, Victor usually can make it when you take in not only the historical but the philosophical underpinnings of this. Uh, he, he calls us a third-world state, and uh, certainly when you look at the different criteria and metrics that he calls out there, both on, on poverty, on homelessness, uh, on issues related to education and infrastructure, um, he he makes a pretty a pretty solid case. Yeah, you know, uh, Dean Pete Peterson. I think the the illusion of California persists along the coast. I've always said there is a five mile coastal zone, which is a different world than the rest of California. And that five mile coastal zone in which I live and you live, I lived there when I lived there in in, in Orange County, and you up in Ventura. It's just different from five miles inland. Victor lives in the Central Valley, which is, you know, a a hundred miles inland, and it's just a different state. It is, Hugh, and and the data, again, that he calls out is is really so important. Um, The the Legislative Analyst's Office here looked at the number of people who are leaving the state and the number one age demographic leaving California over the last 10 years have been those under 18 years old, and those aren't. 18-year-olds are under runaways. These are families that are leaving the state. And so uh, really this perception of California, back to the Brady Bunch days of being this kind of uh, family-friendly state, is really under withering attack on issues from education to taxes to public safety, as Victor points out in the piece. Now, if people go to publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu, you'll see your headline, America Needs Leaders, Earn Your Master's in Public Policy at Pepperdine. And you can't go anywhere with it, but I hope some of them stay in the Golden State, and I hope they get the tools to work on the Golden State. I I suggested yesterday Nancy Pelosi would actually do her state a great favor if she would uh, introduce legislation to add a new chapter to the bankruptcy code, one that allowed the states of the United States to reorganize. and to do so as a private sector company could do under Chapter 11 or Chapter 7, because that's where it begins. They're just simply way overextended on pension commitments, way overextended on building commitments, way underfunded on basic necessity. It's a mess, Pete Peterson. 
Well, and all this is happening, Hugh, at, at a time of, of uh, great financial growth in the state. You know, we're, we're experiencing this, what Victor calls this third world status at a time when we're actually seeing so-called surpluses of revenues coming into state coffers. Now, in reality, as you point out, that, that, that accounting just doesn't work when you take in a half a trillion dollar uh, pension liability that the state has and that many of the cities have. Uh, that's not a real surplus, to be sure. But I, I shudder to think where this state would be at a time of even a mild, mild recession. Uh, and the Fed yesterday said they're not lowering rates now, but everyone kind of expects that they will. Let me turn against that backdrop to the reason I wanted to talk to you. California's budget is being developed right now under the new radical governor, Gavin Newsom, and he's a radical. And it's going to extend public health insurance to young, undocumented immigrants. If it passes, it will extend it to people. It's the first step towards making it an, a, a, a basically a, a British health system. Uh, anyone under 25, whether or not they are citizens, whether or not they're here with permission or without permission, will have the ability to sign up for Medi-Cal. Now, I always say, people, that's not really health care. That's paper. But but it's still going to cost money. What do you think of this, Pete Peterson? Well, it's going to cost uh, at least $100 million in the first year, and I'm sure, as with so many of these estimates, it's a, it's a woeful uh, undercount or underestimate. I think it's, a, it's an idea, really, that um, as we teach in the policy school, you have, to know the, you have to know how incentives work, and especially with these government policies, uh, especially here in the state of California. I just wish Governor Newsom was was making was not trying to make campaign promises as governor but but i think this is evidence of the fact that he's already running for 2024 and i think that's really one of the battles that the state faces now especially under newsom's leadership are that are the issues that he's raising like this one with health care for those in the country illegally is this something he really thinks in the is in the best state uh, interest of the state or in the best interest of his own run for the presidency and uh, six years hence. Well, I do believe that if you're actually going to move to single payer, you want to move to single payer. Uh, you don't want to screw around with Medi-Cal because it doesn't work. And what we discovered in Orange County, Pete Peters, and I served 17 years on the Children and Families Commission, which took the Prop 10 money and tried to make children healthy and ready to learn by age five. We, and we did so without regard to legal status. We just took care of kids. But we discovered you can give people insurance, Medi-Cal dental insurance. They don't get appointments with the dentist. Dentist won't. You can't make it up on volume when you're losing money with every patient right. visit. You just can't do it. And so it's not really no. health care. Yeah, and supply and demand, we, we, are, not, we are not addressing the, the supply issue of uh, medical providers, right? We're only, a, we're only addressing the demand issue and increasing that. So you're absolutely right. This is an unsustainable decision. We also learned in that tenure that we could not find enough incentives to get pediatric neurologists and other specialists to move to California because even if we paid off their debt and even if we gave them a bonus, they couldn't afford to live with the same quality of life as they could in other places. We're going to run out of doctors pretty soon. No, that's right, Hugh. And it's obviously something that uh, might be one of those issues along the coast, as you say. Uh, that where, where this kind of California ideal is experienced, people are realizing that particularly along the coast and the coastal cities, uh, these have become almost completely unaffordable places for people in the middle or even upper middle class. So my last question, Dean Pete Peterson, again, with the Pepperdine School of Public Policy, one of the sponsors of townhallreview.com, and I think you should be listening to Town Hall Review this weekend. 
I um, I am curious about the impact of all of this, if it's being driven in part, at least, by the Democratic presidential primary beginning on the day that the Iowa caucuses actually hold their caucus vote. So whoever wins Iowa and then New Hampshire will get an enormous burst during early voting, which is enormous in the Golden State. So there is a huge leftward tilt in the Democratic Party, and then there's a huge payoff for being the most left-wing candidate come time that California vote 30 days after uh, Iowa. They collect them all, but the voting begins that day. Is What is going on in California? I mean, this, they're, they're going full European without the experience and without the uh, transparency. Is it driven by Democratic right. Party politics? I think it is. You know, you, you and I have talked about this, this split in the Democratic Party between what I call the, the beer and pretzel Democrats, the private sector union, lower middle class, and the wine and cheese Democrats, those that are much more aggressive on issues of the environment and identity politics. And I think what we're seeing now is a real split in the party. We're seeing it, uh, these wine and cheese Democrats on the ascent here in California, and we're seeing the, the challenges that that provides to those in the lower and middle classes. And I think we're going to see it reverberate into the the presidential race as well. We're already seeing it really in the split of candidates and the fact that, that Biden is in the lead, but as obviously, as you uh, mentioned earlier, certainly uh, had a very rough uh, last couple of days. Uh, and and I, I do believe Gavin Newsom is running for president. That That's actually yeah. driving oh, yeah. a lot of that. Is there anyone doubt that? No, I, I think everybody pretty well acknowledges that here. And again, I, I think that's what's so uh, really concerning as a Californian to be uh, under the leadership of a governor that you're wondering whether they're really doing what's best for the state or really just trying to lead this state, so-called state of resistance, uh, really in their own best interest towards a, an eventual presidential candidacy. Pete Peterson, Dean, always good to talk to you. Pepperdine.edu and publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu if you want to find out how you can actually save the Golden State. Thank you, Dean. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.